A brand new and free tool designed to solve a big problem for sports card buyers and sellers. Anylot.com. So about six months ago, I noticed something. As a sports card player collector, I was missing some of the cards that I would have liked to have a chance to bid on or make an offer on. I was finding out about these cards selling on auction sites and other marketplaces after they already sold. For the simple reason, I didn't have the time or desire to monitor and check all the different selling platforms all the time. I had my eBay safe searches set up, but as most of you probably know, the market is very fragmented now. In the past, eBay was pretty much all you needed to worry about, but now you have a significant amount of auction sites and marketplaces that you need to keep an eye on if you don't want to miss anything. So then I had an idea. As someone who works in the website marketing field, I'd consider myself somewhat of an enterprising person. I said, I'm going to build a search engine for sports cards that brings in the results from all these different platforms in one place. And well, after looking into it and having some conversations with developers, I realized I was biting off way more than I wanted to chew. I already have a full-time business and uh, this project would have eaten up way too much time and money for me. But I said to myself, you know what? I guarantee as hot as the sports card industry is right now and as much focus as people are putting on it, I guarantee that I'm not the only person to have this idea and someone will do it and create something way better than I would have. And well, here we are. That leads me to my guest today. Barack Adut has spent the last 10 years in the tech world building digital products that shape the art and collectibles market. As part of the ArtBrain team, which is the parent company, Barack serves as the head of AnyLot.com, an AI recommendation engine dedicated to the sports card market. Give this interview a listen, and then after the interview, I have a couple final thoughts for you. So, Barack, could you start off, before we get into any lot, could you start off and just give me a little background on your history as a collector? I've always been like the, one of those, of those guys uh, or kids that always, uh, always collect some things, uh, from toys to comics, uh, all the way to sports cards um, as an adult. Um, so I always have the love and passion for, for collecting and for aesthetics, uh, and through the years, um, I always find a way to fuse my career in tech and the passion with uh, collecting. Um, yeah, so this led me to Outbrain. Uh, it is the parent company of Anilot. And to build this uh, uh, tool that we're going to talk about today that uh, connects collectors with the items that they love. Give us a little rundown on what Anilot is and, and what led you to create that. Yeah, Anilot, in, in few simple words, it's like, uh, an AI tool that helps sports card collectors specifically um, get multiple inventory for multiple auction houses and, and um, marketplaces, as you mentioned. Um, and Anilot builds under the umbrella, the technology umbrella of Outbrain, that it's a, a B2B uh, company that helps art and galleries and auction houses in, in the art space, in the B2B space, um, get better recommendation for their client. So once we, we sat down and, and thought, okay, how we can take the technology from the B space and the recommendation engine that we built for, for auction houses in the art space, how we can bring it to, to the collector market, to the end collectors. Um, and naturally, because of my passion for, for collecting, sports art collecting, and, and 
what's happened in the world of collecting right now, like in the past three years, um, it's just been organic. So this is why we, we sat down and said, okay, I th- we think we have something here. Um, use the need to get more and more visibility of, on, on, on the growing market. Uh, and now we can just bring it to them. So currently, the biggest ones are Golding, Heritage, um, Leland's, RR, and as well as eBay as well. Um, as we continue to grow, um, our plan is to introduce more and more sources of inventory, of course, um, to bring more matches to, to, to our users. Um, and I think the, the one thing that's very important to, to mention is we forward our users the recommendation to the, directly to the marketplaces. So we are just uh, um, affording directly. So it's kind of a win-win situation for, for everyone. Um, but yeah, this is for the four biggest one. And we monitor um, small one as well. And we continue to grow every day. Well, I, it, I think this is a huge opportunity. And the reason I say that is from, from personal experience, I collect mainly graded sports cards uh, and I'm a player mm-hmm. collector. For a lot of the collectors that are what I'm, you know, in the space that I am, uh, we're looking for cards that if you do an eBay search, there might be one or there might be none uh, at any given time. But we want to know when that card pops up, not just it used to be just eBay, right? Like back in the day, as long as you had a safe search for eBay for the specific card that you wanted to know when it came up for sale, you were pretty good. Uh, but now, right. like, like you said, uh, it's, it's that really the auction houses are one of the biggest ones, uh, Heritage, Golden, but there's so many different auction houses, too, that a lot of times I'll see a card that I, I would have bid on. I just didn't know that it was up for auction because I don't have the time to go to Golden and then Heritage. And then, like I said, there's a dozen or more different auction houses that right. you potentially want to look at. And that's not to mention sites like, uh, have you, are you familiar at all with MySlabs.com? Yeah, of course. Yeah, my slabs, and then there's uh, PWCC, who now has, uh, mm-hmm. you know, their own auctions and, and their own marketplace. Uh, so for me as a collector, you know, I don't really have the time every day to to look and say, uh, you know, oh, let me look at my slabs and PWCC Golden Heritage. So I think yeah. this is a big. As if you can expand the sites even more, I think it's going to even create more value for collectors because it's. Uh, I've heard it over and over. People have that same issue that I have where. They don't have the time. And I'll tell you, on the selling end, too, uh, this is huge for sellers because one of the reasons that I know a lot of people have held off recently on putting some of their cards up for sale is because they're afraid that people might miss their card. And if they can have someone deliver those those cards to them, to their inbox, I think that's huge. Big opportunity. Yeah, I think you just you just um, touched the, the main solution that uh, we tried to solve. Um, and especially now that the market is like booming and we see many new auction houses and marketplaces and we're going to see a lot more in the future, uh, as well as small blogs and, and, and forms that, you know, it's very hard to reach uh, as, as, a, as a day-to-day collector. Um, and this is exactly what the, the technology that we try to build here um, to monitor as much as possible to just deliver you everything you search for Every day, every day uh, hopefully, but now every week, um, you're just going to get a notification. Hey, this is the cards that uh, you look it for. Um, and if you want to change your, uh, your preferences, you can always uh, change it and we will find you new cards for the new preferences. Um, th- so this is 
regarding the technology and you, you mentioned as well the seller side um, and if I need to, to look to the, the vision of any lot um, again you touched like right in, in, in the main solution the vision is to be in a, a marketplace uh, that leverage the technology uh, and help buyers and sellers find each other in a much more convenient way because of, of the recommendation engine because we know how to match collector with, with, with the item that they're looking for. And I wanted to ask you about the preferences. So I, I know you, you just launched uh, and I, I already signed up on your site. So basically for those listening, what you'll find is uh, when you sign up, people get asked certain questions. Uh, you know, what sports are you uh, interested in? What type of things you collect? There's a bunch of questions that they get at the beginning uh, right. that, that help right. you get that initial, uh, initial kind of um, recommendation set. Now, yeah, and, and we also give the option to, to write free speech in the end and just tell us in your own world like, what you're exactly look, looking for because everyone has their own specific preferences. Sometimes it's not only uh, specific grading or era. Uh, it's more like specific uh, player or team. Uh, and you can just write down your preferences and we, we will find it. Well, that, and that, that's exactly what I... Yeah, that is a big thing right there. So just to confirm... If I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a player collector. I, let's say I collect uh, Mickey Mantle, right? Mm-hmm. So I want, can, I can type in a specific card and grade, right? So I can type in Mickey Mantle, 1952 tops in a PSA two. Uh, and that's a, and that, exactly. are, am I correct in saying that your, your capabilities are that if any of the sites that you monitor, if any of the, that specific card comes up for auction or for sale, that I would get an email on that specific card is are you that detailed yet or is that still somewhere yeah, yeah, no. this is what we do right now this is what's happened today today Perfect. we give individual cards specific to your preferences as 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 long as you get details and and as much detail you give us uh we will find the card that you're looking for um and if it's somehow you want to change someone you want to add, add or you didn't get the preferences you want, you always can uh, go back and, and, and change your preferences and yeah, we will find you what, you what you're looking for. One of the reasons I definitely wanted to speak with you here is to do my part in uh, helping to get the word out because I'm a collector and uh, you know, I, I, I'm really interested in, in seeing that experience of the collector get better and better. And tools like this, are exactly what we need as collectors. You know, a lot of these sites, right, that I use, PWCC, MySlabs, I already mm-hmm. mentioned those two, but those are two specific sites right now that still don't have saved searches like eBay does, right? So yeah. eBay does not, I mean, it, it, that's one of the best features of eBay is that you can save search searches for the cards you're looking for and you get that email. Uh, but, but these other sites, especially the auction houses, they don't have that capability. Uh, so if by you bringing this in at this time, in the, in the market, I think is if you can, you know, get that word out, you're going to have a huge adoption because this is a problem that many collectors are experiencing. And I hope they, I hope they jump on because it's, I've already, I've already looked at your site. You have a really nice website. Thank and you very much. I've, I've, yeah. I've already, I've already, uh, as someone who's in the website space for my, for my employment, um, I know a good website and you definitely have that, especially as version one of your site. It's a great very site, much. very user friendly, and um, yeah, that first email I got, based I didn't really give a lot of detail on the questionnaire. That I, I'm going to refine that, 
but um, based on what I put in as a general guideline, you provided great recommendations. So it's, amazing, um, amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So uh, last question, what do you think is moving forward now? Uh, obviously, you're, you want to get the get the word out. Uh, I think that's obviously important. But what what it, like on, on your end of it? What is the what's going to be the biggest challenge here for, for this year? Is it is it getting more platforms, more marketplaces integrated with what you have going? Uh, is that like your main focus or what, what is the biggest thing you're working on next? Yeah, so I, I think, first of all, our focus is always bring the most value we can to the end collector. Um, so, and I mean, from the recommendation um, point of view and the product point of view. And as you said, like the onboarding process has to be as, as seamless as possible and, and let the user use the product the easiest way we can. Uh, and the second thing is any new product launch, we're trying to, to grow our community and, and spread the world among collectors. Um, so far, it's uh, working very good for us and we, we see a great traction. Um, but it's always, it's always a challenge um, to, to bring more and more users to, to the platform. Um, yeah, and, and the third thing, I, I think we mentioned it before, it's to... Uh, introduce the marketplace, start to do more and more introduction between buyers and sellers through the, the, the brain, through the AI recommendation brain, uh, and help people start more, buy and sell more accurately, let's say. Uh, this is the, the three main challenges. Uh, and yeah, we, I think we're on the right track. Barack, I, I appreciate you jumping on, and I hope I can have you on again in the near future just to stay up to date with you know, the changes and how, how anylot.com is evolving. Thank you for, for the opportunity and I appreciate it very much. All right. Thanks again. So a couple reasons why I think anylot.com has a great chance to make a big impact on the sports card industry. Number one, the genius of anylot, in my view, is that they've built something that's a win-win for both sides. They aren't listing uh, anything on their site and potentially stealing traffic from the other marketplaces. Instead, they forward the traffic to the marketplaces, so it benefits not just the buyers and collectors, but also the sellers in the marketplaces. And then number two, when I noticed this problem six months ago, I was mainly focused on the buyer side because I haven't done much selling at all yet. Uh, and, and while AnyLot looks to be a great potential solution for buyers, I think sellers might even see a bigger benefit. If AnyLot can significantly lessen the chances that potential buyers will miss your card that's up for auction if you're a seller, then you'll have more views, bids, and offers. And as the list of marketplaces continues to grow, the biggest issue they'll have to address is really getting more traffic to their listings. As the competition grows, it's going to be harder and harder. So if any lot can drive a meaningful amount of traffic to this newly fragmented marketplace landscape, I think it can be a big winner. And remember, it's any lot is a free tool and they just launched just in beginning of January. So like any technology, it's meant to improve as it goes along. Uh, but go check it out now. I think it's already off to a great start. Thanks again to Barack for joining me and thank you for listening. Great idea for a podcast is... Are the companies in the industry, in the sports card industry, that really control the industry, are they too focused on the idea of we need new people in the hobby, we need new 
people to grow the hobby. And of course, there's some of that, right? But should they be more focused on are we growing the hobby sustainably in the right way by satisfying and and doing everything we can to make happy customers of the people already in the hobby? Because wouldn't they then be people who would grow it naturally by telling their friends and saying nice things about the sports card hobby and the companies in the industry? I understand social media is a toxic place just in general. But if you look at sports cards stuff, related content on social media, a lot of it's negative. A lot of it is, seems to be unhappy people in the hobby that are unhappy with PSA or auction houses or eBay or the card manufacturers. And of course, some of that is no matter what, there's going to be that, right? But it does feel like there's a lot of unhappiness. And what that would mean to me is there's a lot of people who would not tell their friends and family that the sports card hobby is a good thing to get into. Or if we turn that around and there was a little more effort by the card manufacturers, by the grading companies, by the marketplaces, by the auction houses, if I haven't already said that, by really the powers that be, if they focus a little more on trying extra hard to make the people already in the hobby a little happier maybe the hobby will grow just through that and new people will come in naturally rather than yeah we hear a lot about oh fanatics is going to do commercials and there's going to you know a lot of outbound marketing i'm a marketing guy a lot of outbound new customer generation tactics and that's fine you need that right but i sure hope that they do a little better when they're in control of things fully on that end of it. I hope they do a little better with thinking about the people already in the hobby first and secondary getting new people in. Because if you're just getting new people in and you're bringing them into the same toxic hobby that then they're going to be unhappy, it's a losing battle. I think you need to, you know, maybe not squeeze every cent the grading companies don't squeeze every lot yes you can charge $50 a card you could charge $100 and still get business but is it the best idea do you have to squeeze every last cent out of the collector do the marketplaces and the auction houses have to squeeze every percentage point charging 20 25% commissions eBay do they have to charge the commissions they charge do they, you know do you have to nickel and dime people along the way the card manufacturers do you have to print endless and endless sets and variations of cards. Yes, it will make you some more money this year and maybe next year. But are you creating an atmosphere in an industry that's going to grow and sustain for the next 10, 15, 20 years and moving forward after that? Or are you just there to make a quick buck? The larger point here is I, uh, in my day job, my main job, my career that I've been in for over a decade now, it's a it's an internet marketing business that I run self-employed. And what I do is I work mainly with small businesses. And one of the common, common things I hear 
from a lot of small business owners, especially new clients as we're just kind of getting to know each other and going over the goals and and what we're hoping to achieve. One of the things I always hear is I need new customers. I need to, you know, attract new customers. I need to get ads out there. I want to show up for people when they're searching for a dentist or a plumber or an insurance agency or a lawyer. You know, those are the type of small business verticals that I work in uh, along with others. But that is a a major focus. And of course, it, it needs to be. You need new customers. But I always counter that with yes, but what are we also going to be doing and maybe most importantly what are we doing with your current customer base now for every business not every business it's as big but for the ones that require that uh, rely on repeat customers you know what are you doing pest control or uh you know any of the businesses that you wouldn't just use once and then you're done you know a roofer maybe you'll use once but what are you doing with your current are you capturing the hearts and minds of your existing customers and what are you doing to make them even happier so that they'll refer you to their friends and neighbors and family members and you that's a way you grow your business right there just by going the extra mile for your current customers you know are you staying in contact with them are you running referral programs are you you know so it did not everything applies here to the sports card industry but the overall idea definitely does i think where if the card industry focuses a little less on appealing to people who aren't in it now and trying to convert them and get them in and get investors in and appealing to everyone who doesn't care about sports cards right now, there's a lot of focus and attention and energy going towards that, right? How do we get people in this thing more? And a little less of that and a little more of how do we make the people who are already spending their money in this industry even happier? How do we make the experience even better? So that then they'll tell their friends and not not be pissed off that they're a sports card collector and not want to tell anyone and not be angry. And maybe they'll say, yeah, it's a fun hobby and you should get in it. And then that way you didn't have to advertise. They advertised for you. 